And we're back with another episode of Inside Sports Fantasy Football. It's Gerald Glassford from Inside Sports, the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, and also Pop Culture Cosmos. Thank you for listening to each and every one of our great shows. Well, he's back again after a couple week absence. He's back in spirit. No more. He's actually no live and in living color right here. <laughs> he is one of the great voices behind Voice from the Underground. You got to check out their awesome podcast today on every major podcast outlet. It is a good man indeed. He returns to us once again at Inside Sports Fantasy Football. It's Jason Dutch. Welcome back, my friend. What's happening? Not much. Very <clears throat> interesting week seven. The Lions, everybody's pick to start really going up. And Matthew Stafford, everybody was really enjoying what he was offering. Still is doing very well. They just get screwed every time. Yeah, well, that's that's they, another issue all, uh, all together. It's, it's got to be. It's I, I, look just real quick on that. I'm a Cubs fan. Yeah. So Detroit, I feel your pain, but I mean, how many times? How many times are the refs going to take the wins away from you guys? When 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 this starts happening to the Packers and the Patriots, then I'll believe the NFL has no bias. Well, it certainly happened it, to the Chargers this past weekend. That, that's not the Packers or the Patriots. You know, it's it. The pet you will never see that happen to Brady or Rogers ever. It's just poor Matt Stat, poor Detroit. Well, I'll tell you what, he's still having Detroit a again. With, yeah, right. and poor, I'm sorry, and poor Detroit again. I mean, we'll I'm sure we'll talk about it, but they just had to put their starting running back on IR. Yeah, absolutely. That, and then of course, there's a big injury that we'll talk about here in a second. Yeah, I want to ask you this first, though. Is there anything that surprised you overall in the NFL that stood out at week seven from a number standpoint? I mean, because the Cowboys, they came back to life after some really struggling weeks back there. I think we went on like a two or three game schneid and already, you know, Jason Garrett's eternally hot seat was getting hot once again. But they actually performed very well against the Eagles which I'm going to tell you right now, my friend, I think the Eagles that went all the way to the Super Bowl, I think that uh, team is is gone and, and left the building, my friend. Yeah, poor Charles. That's his team. And thanks to Charles for filling in for a couple of weeks. He's Absolutely. He, Charles is really good. I mean, he, he does a, a great job. He's more of a football guy. I'm more of a fantasy football guy. So, you know, he, he breaks down stuff real well. So thank you to him. And we, we can't wait to have him back, I'm sure. But his team, the Eagles, is not – their offense is supposed to be okay. I mean, on paper, it seems to be a running theme across the National Football League this year where you've got these teams that are supposed to be uh, really good. If you remember, what, what was it, the Buccaneers defense some years back used coined the term paper champions talking about somebody. And they might have been talking about themselves. And the um, I, I always remembered that line. I don't remember who said it. But uh, the paper champions, I mean, it's the Rams and, and the Eagles are like one, two, and then the Bears, you know, are, are right there, too. There's a lot of teams that are on paper have really strong offenses. Look at the Bears offense. I mean, you, you would think that Mitchell Trubisky and, you know, a, a few good wide receivers, one really good wide receiver in Robinson and an explosive pass catching back in Cohen. You know, Montgomery's supposed to be the, the shiz nizzle. And, you know, uh, Anthony Miller is supposed to have his breakout year this year. It's just it's not happening for them. It's not happening for the, for the L.A. Rams. And it's not happening for 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 um, 
for all of those te- for the Eagles uh, as well. I mean, the Eagles may have the most dynamic offense of all of them, but they can't stop anyone on defense. Well, the Rams did play the horrible Falcons. And they got another cake matchup this week. Yeah, so maybe they can get well and get right after the two weeks, but they did perform well against the Falcons, and my times have gotten pretty hard for the Falcons. I mean, a lot of these teams that were against, what, Brady and whatnot in the past few years and, and were in the Super Bowl in recent times have fallen on hard times. It's just very funny to see that. That just it can go by so quickly for some of these teams. Yet yeah. New England just keeps going along. It's it's so funny, you know. Well, first of all, they should have ran the damn ball uh, <laughs> on second down uh, in the Super Bowl, and then we wouldn't have uh, the, the Patriots have one less Super Bowl. But ever since then, they haven't. They, it's just been down. The toilet's been flushing on the Atlanta Falcons, and Matt Ryan also hurt now. So, I mean, that that that's another team that's just a defense that can't stop anyone. Sanu was just traded to the Patriots. Sanu was just traded to the Patriots. Yeah, that was... Uh, there, there's been a couple of... Uh, I know there was a couple of trades this morning, that one, and then there was another trade as well. I think Emmanuel Sanders is either about yeah. to be traded or, or was just... To San Francisco. Was just dealt. And so that should be interesting, and that all follows up the the trade that took place with the Jaguars sending their top running back or their top cornerback to the Rams for what I think was way too much. You know, four draft picks, two first round picks. It's it's a lot for a defensive. But he's young, he's good, but but yeah, I mean, there's that you don't really see a lot of movement, and it's almost for sure that Kenyon Drake's going to get traded. So. You know, I, I can't imagine that Miami is going to keep Kenyon Drake in this year. They want to see what they have in Watson. So it, to me, it's it, it's a no-brainer that Drake's going to be playing for another team probably after this week. It looks like it because there's a lot of issues going on right now, like you said. But the biggest issue of all for fantasy football owners, unfortunately, happened in the Kansas City-Denver game <laughs> that on the surface looked like an easy win for Kansas City. But unfortunately due to a knee injury to Patrick Mahomes, I believe a dislocated kneecap, if I'm not mistaken, it's going to be out three to four weeks. So if you're a Patrick Mahomes owner, what do you do? Right now you pick up Ryan Tannehill. I mean, Ryan Tannehill looked way better than he had at any point in time during his tenure with the Dolphins, except for possibly, was that three years ago, when he had a pretty decent year. It, the Mahomes thing thing sucks, but I I don't agree with people that it's you know from a fantasy perspective it's far easier to recover from losing Mahomes than it is for someone who's lost you know Carryon Johnson it, it, to my eye because Carryon Johnson unless you have uh, one of the two backups McKissick and and Ty are the two guys who are going to be big waiver pickups this week and I'm kicking myself for not picking up McKissick because I almost picked up McKissick two weeks ago. Um, even though they're saying that the tie is going to get all of the most of the carries, but I still think McKissick is the more talented of those two running backs. Um, that, that's an unpopular opinion. I get that, but you know he is the one who will catch passes and stuff like that, and he's he's gotten some goal line work. I think that injury is as big as Mahomes. Maybe not bigger because Mahomes is Mahomes, Mahomey, right? Doing State Farm commercials. Uh, wasn't he on Madden? Is that isn't this the Madden curse rearing its ugly head once again? Kind of like a mini curse on this time. It's just only three weeks. Yeah, it's only three weeks. But you know, he didn't look good the the week before that either. You could tell that he was hurting, and and just what a terrible call! What a horrible call! You you were you. They had just mentioned maybe five minutes before on the broadcast that 
you know, there was really no way that Mahomes was going to be running the ball unless it was an absolute emergency. There weren't going to be any design QB runs. What do they do? They design a QB run, and he's gone. So now we have the 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 Matt Miller show, and you know he was. This guy's not the worst quarterback in in football. I, he he was he was a good backup when he was on Miami. He, he can throw the ball. Matt Moore. Did I say Matt Miller? Um, Matt the Matt Moore show, and Matt Moore's a solid guy. I mean, he he wasn't playing last year. I think that they signed him off the street because their other quarterback, who also was a former Dolphin, Chad Henney, got hurt. And the funny thing is, is that you know he's he's probably not the guy that you want to go and look to pick up. Yes, he has weapons. Um, and yes, it was nice to see Tyreek Hill still score a touchdown, albeit against not the greatest secondary in the world. But he scored. He, he did get another long 53, 55-yard touchdown uh, in the, I think it was the early part of the fourth quarter, late part of the third quarter. So that bodes well for, for that receiving core. But um, there's got to be a – unless you're in one of those leagues, like Charles and I are in a league that's very deep where we start two quarterbacks. And, you know, you're in big trouble in that league. You probably are going to have to pick up Matt Moore if you had Mahomes, and that's if you're able to get the waiver claim on him. That's why waiver claims are so important that you don't blow them on kickers and defenses and backup running, run, you know, wide receiver backup running backs. One thing with backup wide receivers, you don't want to do that. So Matt Moore might be the guy you have to pick up, but you know, there's most leagues have guys like you know, there's Gardner Minshew is available in like. 25% of leagues. Ryan Tannehill is available in over 50% of leagues. He's going to be a hot pickup this week. And I think that it was pretty clear, even though I don't think Ryan Tannehill is going to start for long, I really do think that they're going to give the ball back to Marcus Mariota at some point in time. But he seemed to have a chemistry with Corey Davis that that, that Mariota hasn't been able to establish in now in Davis's third year. They spent the fifth pick on the draft in this guy. I, I have personal ties to Corey Davis. Like my daughters are related to him through their mom. So, you know, I kind of root for him, but it, he hasn't really done it. I mean, A.J. Brown has looked more impressive than Corey Davis has, but now Tannehill's in there and he's doing good. And it might be perfect because you might have Tannehill for three weeks or so before they give back the ball back to Mariota because he is the high draft pick, right? where that'll be about the time that Mahomes comes back. So it could be a perfect mandate for you. Uh, and the matchups that they have coming up are not the, the the most terrible matchups in the world. So I have to double check make sure, and my math on that and make sure that I'm, I'm not just speaking on the side of my head. But, uh, you know, Mitch Trubisky has been dropped in a lot of leagues. You know, he's another guy that you could pick up. Jacoby Brissett is owned in only 49% of leagues right now in Yahoo, uh, about 60% in ESPN. That's a big delta. But, um, you know, Jacoby Brissett is somebody that you could look at it. So that's why I think that the QB thing is big, but typically unless unless you're in a league that start two quarterbacks, you're going to have seven or eight QBs that are out there that are starting that you can pick up that, that can, you know, just what I, what my suggestion would be is if you're going to pick up a quarterback, don't worry so much about the guy as the matchups, right? So like Ryan Tannehill coming up here, he's got his three games that he has coming up are against Tampa Bay, which is a cake matchup. Carolina, which is another decent matchup, and then Kansas City, who you'd expect they'd be losing. And again, you never know, but you'd expect that they would be losing and, and playing catch-up. So uh, there's that's three pretty decent matchups for Ryan Tannehill there. Jacoby Brissett, on the other hand, uh, he's got three matchups coming up for the next few weeks where they're going to be playing uh, Denver, Pittsburgh, and then Miami. So not bad there either. 
to put a bow on that long rant of mine, which if you listen to Voice from Underground, you're used to Dutch's long rants. Carry on Johnson's a bigger one because you don't have as many people out there to go and pick up as, as you do with a quarterback. Again, assuming you're not in a league that has two quarterbacks. We'll be right back with more fantasy football. Hey, listener, Dutch here from Voice from the Underground, the podcast. My co-host and I want to invite you to check out our little corner of the podcast verse. At Voice from the Underground, we talk about all the crazy <laughs> happening around us and try to make a little bit of sense out of the nonsense with little to no results. If the idea of hearing three semi-intelligent, outspoken nerds talk about politics, social issues, current events, sports, movies, pretty much anything that we decide to talk about because, well, it's our show, appeals to you, grab your shovel and come on down to the underground and then consult a qualified psychotherapist. Find us wherever you get your podcasts, just not where you buy your weed. Voice from the Underground. Once again, it's Jason Dutch from The Voice of the Underground. you got to check out his awesome show today along with the good men that are known as TJ and Haas. Haas will light up a cigar for you right on the show. You got to check out their awesome podcast today, Voice from the Underground, available on all major podcast outlets. Well, my friend, it's been a great season so far here in fantasy football. There's a lot of things that people are asking about and talking about, but it seems with the Holmes injury, it has laid impetus to the fact that there could be a little bit of competition now and there's not a definitive MVP out there in fantasy football. So I want to hear your thoughts on the best players in the league and the MVP so far to this point. Well, if we're talking, you know, just offense, it's easily Christian McCaffrey. I mean, Christian McCaffrey is your MVP at this point in time. He's, he, you know, he got less than two no yards combined and still scored three touch, two to three yeah, touchdowns. He, he, yeah. The guy, the guy can do no freaking wrong. He's, he's unbelievable. He's, you know, and, and I, it sucks to say this, but I think a lot of people pushed him down to like the third pick, which is interesting. But because he went third and almost in third or fourth in most fantasy drafts, he was, it was pretty solid down the line. You know, Saquon Barkley going number one, Alvin Kamara going number two, and then Chubb, Mahomes, or McCaffrey somewhere in that three, four, five range. So I had the number one pick in one of my leagues and God, I wish I would have took McCaffrey over Saquon Barkley. I just wish that I would have, if I had, I'd probably be five and two instead of three and three. So, or three and four, I think is my record. Yeah. I'm under 500 in that league, but yeah, I mean, it's gotta be Christian McCaffrey on the defensive side of the ball. You have a great candidate in Cleveland and you have a great candidate on the Rams in Darnold. So, you know, one of those two guys is going to be defensive player of the year. But uh, on the offensive side of the ball, it's especially with Mahomes being out now, there's no question at this point, if he stays healthy, it's McCaffrey. Run CMC. There you go. Any other standouts you think? I mean, Mahomes, obviously. Matthew Stafford, I think, has been the most approved or the biggest surprise when it comes to fantasy football. But yeah. is there anyone out there? Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Lamar Watson. Jackson. Okay. Hold, hold on. Hold your horses. Gerald, great point. Jackson is the truth. Told you this before. I wish I would have taken him in any league. I wish I had some stock in that guy. He has just totally blown it away. And by the way, so is Kyler Murray. You know, Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson are very similar quarterbacks. I think Kyler Murray, believe it or not, slightly better arm, uh, even though he's smaller than Lamar Jackson. But, you know, those two guys have both been just outrageous. Lamar Jackson has had a great year. 
I don't think he's in the MVP conversation. I don't think anybody's holding a candle at this point to run to run CMC unless something, you know, very drastic happens at this point. And how much stock do you take for the second half of the season in someone like Aaron Rodgers, who had is is finally just he? I don't want to say he's been in the doldrums, but he's had very unimpressive numbers up until the past couple of weeks. Then all of a sudden, especially this past weekend, he's turned it on. Could that be a precursor for him dominating in the second half of the season for fantasy football owners? Unfortunately so, because I'm a Bears fan, so I hate the Packers. So put your money on the Packers, you know, uh, because I hate them. <laughs> it's uh, it, but, but I mean, Aaron Rodgers is, is Aaron Rodgers. You know, Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback. People slept on him a little bit this year in fantasy drafts. As they well should. I mean, he's getting, he's getting a little bit older, but. You know he has he he's had a lot of injuries on that team though. I mean you've got some question marks in the backfield there as far as who's going to be the the lead dog. You know their number one receiver has has missed some time. They lost a pretty promising rookie right before the season started in Equinomia Stain Brown. They've they've been a little bit banged up and they obviously lost uh, some players on defense. They lost Clay Matthews. So you know there there were some question marks on the Packers, but of course. You know, much like the St. Louis Cardinals, you just put that uniform on and you suddenly become better than you were before. And it's it's mind numbing to me, but that's just the way that it is. So, yeah, look for the Packers to probably win all but maybe two games the rest of the year. If you're starting them in, you know, if you're if you're in like a confidence pool or something like that, definitely go for the Packers. Um, I don't know that Aaron Rodgers is going to have six touchdowns every week. I would say that, you know, he's probably going to average two, but that's still going to blow away most most guys especially with the issues that the rams and the browns have been having yeah Uh, because those two quarterbacks were both typically well maybe not golf but mayfield was typically taken before rogers we saw how that goes i have seen that but i am very happy to see his progression because in case i'm not digging what deshaun watson is doing but he's been playing admirably so it's hard to get him out of the lineup but at least i have Mr. Aaron Rodgers as a backup, so that's definitely a nice cushion to have right there just in case he gets injured or just performance issues or what have you. So very good for Aaron Rodgers' owners that he's kind of woken up out of the doldrums from the earlier part of the season. It looks like a good progression is ahead for him. A couple last things I want to talk to you about before we head on out, and one is football-related, and that is this. We've talked about a lot in the past about some of the great teams that are in the NFL right now. We've talked about, of course, Kansas City, New England. We even mentioned some in the past weeks about San Francisco, their amazing defense. Also, as well, some of the numbers Jimmy Garoppolo is putting out there. But one team we really haven't touched on, we've only mentioned their quarterback just on a couple of occasions, and that's the Buffalo Bills. So for fantasy football owners, is there any real options on the Buffalo Bills? They're certainly playing well. But when you go ahead and you check it out for fantasy football owners, is it more of a team thing or is it yeah. a player thing? The, well, Singletary is a good talent. You know, Allen's uh, Josh Allen is is pretty decent. He's I I think he's a decent quarterback. Outside of that, they don't really have a lot. There's there's not a lot to offer there. You know, in the wide receiver corps, there's not a lot to offer there beyond Singletary, and he's not even really lighting it up either. You know what I mean? They're 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 scoring one to two touchdowns a game they're they barely beat miami you know and i mean they ended up beating them by more than but i mean that game was very close right they look good this weekend though 
They did look good this weekend, yeah. But they're, I mean, again, the, Buffalo also hasn't really played anybody. They have a, are they playing the Chargers this week? I think so. That's a that's an interest. That's going to be an interesting game because the Chargers. If you would have asked me preseason, I would have wrote that down as a win for the Chargers. But boy, how the Chargers' fortunes have changed too. You know, Keenan Allen. We were, you were talking about after the second week that Keenan Allen was like the best player ever born. You know, and he hasn't done anything since then. You know, and they can't figure it out with the running game. Oh, Eckler has been just tremendous and he continues to be um, I think he's the far better running back than Melvin Gordon I've never liked Melvin Gordon I've said that before I don't hate him but you know I, I, I'm not super high on Gordon so it's going to be an interesting one um, between the Chargers and the Bills but the Bills are just one of those teams where there's nothing sexy there you know what I mean there's no Holly Berry Jessica Albanis on that team just to use a female metaphor the me too mob's going to come after me i'm sure but it's you know it it's just that there's really nobody on that team that is going to win you your league their their kicker haushka is not even good you know because he doesn't just just doesn't get the opportunities to kick very many field goals and you would think usually when you have a team that is like scoring under 20 that the reason that they're scoring under 20 is because they're getting stifled around the 15 17 yard line a lot and that usually would lead to a lot of field goals but Hauschka's not even putting up points. So, you know, their defense is startable. You know, that might be the best thing you can own on, on the uh, – and by the way, freaking Patriots defense, again, insanity. I mean, it's like if you have the Patriots defense, you're probably in first or second place in your league, and you might not even have a good team. You know, it's just absurd what the Patriots defense is doing. This is true, my friend. This is all too true. We may be headed to the replay booth, but we'll be right back with Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. The better that these Marvel films do, the higher the standards are going to be for not just other films in general, but other Marvel films also. I think it's really hard to end a show with this many fans in a satisfying way. That's the Pop Culture Cosmos Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Playing worldwide on radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, I'm talking to Jason Dutch from Voice from the Underground. One last question before we head on out, and that is this. What is going on in your world when it comes to Voice from the Underground? I'm going to answer that, but I want to say one other quick thing. Pick up your running back's freaking handcuff. Learn from the mistakes of people who own carry on Johnson right now. Own your running backs handcuffs. I, especially if you have roster space, this is like my advice for the week. It like, I have one league that where I'm six and one and I'm doing very well in that league, not to, you know, but my other two leagues suck, but that league I'm doing very good. And, you know, I have McCaffrey in that league. I have Jacobs in that league and I have both of their backups, a Bonifon or whatever his name is in Carolina and Washington on the Raiders. And then I have both Miami running backs. Though one of them, Drake, as I mentioned before, will probably be gone soon. You know, I'm only starting two of those guys, but the, but the point of the matter is, is go get your, your running backs backups, please, for the love of God, because if you don't get them, somebody else is going to pick them up off waivers. You know, when, when, when your guy goes down and it's so much easier just to plug in your handcuff than it is to get desperate. So pick up your running backs handcuff now (laughs) back to voice from the underground we've got some cool stuff going on we had a a paranormal investigator ghost hunter uh, by the name of jc phillips 
who is uh, who was on our show the other day. Obviously, Halloween themed. We're very original in the underground. So he came on and we talked a lot of cool stuff about some hauntings and some stuff that he has um, experienced. Someone, you know, with the ghost grabbing his leg. And was it the ghost or was it the guy behind him who thought he had a cute butt? Who knows? But it, it, it's a lot of fun. What we do on Voice Your Underground, if you have never watched or listened, is um, we basically juxtapose politics with pop culture. We talked a little bit about Trump's. I'll use the other finger because it's a family show. This little thing where he went like this with the middle finger the other day to the female astronaut. So we'll talk a lot of uh, of that. And next week, uh, we have a really cool show coming out. Actually, next week's going to be a fantastic show because we have Matt Delhauer coming on the show. Matt Delhauer is an amazing storyteller he has up he's really into psychology he's really into he's really he gets deep into movies he's very into social issues and just a really really intelligent guy very well spoken we had him on for our black panther episode uh, about a year ago and he is going to be on this this upcoming week talking about the the, i think it was 1978 john carpenter's halloween the original it's a horror movie but it's just a really deep psychological thriller, at least for the first 45% of the movie. This is not Jason Voorhees slash him up stuff. This is, you know, you get to see the the demise of this character and how he falls into, you know, as a child, you know, and, and becomes what he becomes. Very similar to the Joker movie, in fact. So we're very much looking forward to talking to, to Matt Delhauer this week. And also we'll probably talk about that awesome new Star Wars trailer, too. So in addition to Trump and what's going on with the with the debates and all that jazz. Already got my tickets, my friend. You know what, though? I want to know something. Tell me about what's going on with the Pop Culture Cosmos, because that show is the best podcast on Earth. Oh, no. no, no. You're too kind. You're too kind. Actually, no, yours is also very, very awesome in and of itself. I can just tell people that our Friday show, the PCC Multiverse, we're just going to go ahead and have Marcus De La Garza coming on the show to talk at length about one of his favorite shows that's coming back onto the air on Amazon in December, The Expanse. Plus also, if you wanted more conversation on the Star Wars trailer, we're going to go ahead and talk about that, plus a lot more, including Terminator Dark Fate. And what Should about- you go see it after all? Are, are you guys just curious? Are you guys going to talk Watchmen at all? Because we're definitely talking about that next week. The first episode... I had no idea what I was tuning into, and that well, was pretty I know, amazing. I, I know I will see it between now and Thursday. Oh, you haven't seen it go yet? Go ahead and tape it. I know I'm going to probably see it tomorrow. I've already got it geared up. I've already seen a lot of the reviews for it. I pretty much have a good idea of it. So, yeah, absolutely. We can go ahead and talk about that. I'm not sure if Josh yeah. is going to be able to see it, but I will go ahead and ask him if he can and see. Well, you know, we could talk about that as well on the Friday show. So definitely yeah, looking forward to it. It's going to be a very good show. Good. Yeah. So I hear it. I'm hearing that. And then Terminator Dark Fate was something that when the trailers first came out, we just totally turned it off because we just didn't really have any interest any longer in the Terminator series. But the reviews are pretty solid. So has that changed our minds? We're going to talk about that as well on the Friday show. Well, my friend, it's been great talking to you about fantasy football. Any last thoughts on the way out? No, but I, my brain is messing with me right now, I, I believe, and I want to double check here because I said that the Chargers were playing the Bills, and they're not. I, I was thinking, I was like, wait a minute, the Chargers aren't playing the, bear, the Bills. My Bears are playing the Chargers. The Bills are playing the Eagles. 
So that should be an interesting game because you've got a really good defensive team going up against a really good offensive team and a really bad offensive team in the Bills going against a terrible defensive team. So, you know, the Bills probably should win that game, but what's the score going to be, Gerald? I mean, what do you do with your fantasy players? Do you, you know, do you start a guy like Nelson Aguilar or Alshon Jeffrey on the Eagles? Because I'm not sure what the score that I could easily see that game being 30 to 27. And I could easily see that game being seven to three. No idea where it's going. So that one's going to be. I would take a look at the weather. I think the weather will have oh, a lot that to do was, with it. That weather, there was a couple of crazy weather games last week. So we're getting into that time of year. There you go. Absolutely. So check that out, fantasy football owners. The weather in some of the major markets that p- the teams are playing in, make sure you go ahead and check that out. Hopefully later this week I will get a finally Chris Lardieri back on the show. We've been having some problems trying to meet up as far as time is concerned, so I do apologize for that. But, yes, I hope to have him on. I know he's eager to get back on. We're just going to try and see if we can make a time work so we can go ahead and record the show for later this week. But otherwise, my friend, it's been great talking to you. As always, if you have any questions out there and you want to go ahead and you want to send them over to us, we'll get them answered for you. You just want to go ahead and email us, isfantasyfootball at yahoo.com. That's isfantasyfootball at yahoo.com. You can also reach out to us on Twitter, at PopCultureCosmos, or also as well, at InsideSportsFF. That's at InsideSportsFF on Twitter. And I know you've got a Twitter handle as well if they want to talk to you directly. At Dutch, like the nationality, Jason. At Dutch Jason, but Jason, as you can see on the screen, is spelled J-A-S-E-N. Fair enough. Even though people can't see it as they're listening at home, it's J-A-S-E-N. Yeah. There you go. Had to be a smart ass on the way out. <laughs> That's all right. that, I have to be one the whole day. So There you go. There you go. Yes. Yeah, you certainly take the cake on that one well above <laughs> what I can do, my friend. But yes. I've. I've heard many episodes of the VFU. Yes. All right, my I'm, friend. I feel sorry for you. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's a great show. Great show. All right, my friend. It's a, been an awesome show here on Inside Sports Fantasy Football. I cannot thank you enough for being part of it once again. Hoping to get you and Charles Barr in the same place at the same time on the same airwaves. Hopefully we can do that as early as next week as you go ahead and, and do that little Trump thing right there for you. So, you know what? I'll just leave that for the video right there and let people go ahead and catch it on our YouTube channel. So there you go. But all right. Oh, and one last thing on the way out. We now are available pretty much wherever you can get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts and pretty much every other major podcast outlet that we're on. If we're not on a podcast outlet and you need us to go ahead and be on one, just let us know. ISFantasyFootball at Yahoo.com. All right, my friends, it's been a great episode. Cannot thank you enough for being a part of it. And we'll catch you next week right here on Inside Sports. Later.